All right, welcome back to another episode of Bittersweet Stories. This is the podcast where we jump into the lives of uh, frontline social workers and discuss what that life is like. That's right. And um, you know what? By the way, my name is John. And I'm Wes. Great. And uh, this is exciting for us because we're on we're in a new location. We're yeah. here back at uh, our uh, alma mater, George yeah. Brown. George, George Brown, Brown College. College. In the Peer Connect yeah. space. Um, so we're super excited to be here. And uh, we also have a couple social work students here with us. So if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Sure. My name is Yolanda. And my name is Val. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much uh, for joining us, and we're we're really excited about this uh, this conversation. Yeah. Um, so, one thing that we just kind of like to talk about off the top of of the episodes is uh, what music are you into? Oh my oh, god, that's such a good question. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Or what's the last thing that you listened to, and or sometimes even say more generally, like what was the last thing you heard? Like you're like, I heard the reverse beep of a construction truck as I was walking, <laughs> or something like that. You know? Yeah. Um, well, other than Yolanda singing this morning, um, <laughs> perfect. it was, I think I was having my earphones in walking to school and I think I was playing like the doors and oh, cool. Pixies, Nice. a little bit of Spanish in there. Wow. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> a little bit yeah. of everything. Yeah. yeah. I was definitely listening to some EDM to pump me up for work. Nice. <laughs> First thing on a Friday morning. Oh, absolutely. Why not? Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a bit of a metalhead myself, so I kind of similarly, I just feel like those are that's like the kind of music where it's just like they really drive that beat home. <laughs> like you kind of can't help but like get into it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. How about you, Wes? Uh, what have I been listening to recently? Uh, lots of Jeff Beck. I, I mean, um, I've been, my wife and I have been going through all kinds of guitar players recently, and, and we've been stuck on Jeff Beck for a little while, and it's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Um, so I don't know if either of you know, but Wes and I were here for the Child and Youth Care Worker Program um, a little while ago. We graduated, um, and the two of you are studying to be social workers, right? Yes. SSW would be the, the acronym. Is that's that right? That's correct, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're both in the Fast Track uh, Social Service Worker Program, right. but usually the program is a full two years right yeah so that's actually what Wes and I did as well because we have our um our respective like undergrads I guess uh yeah yeah. so what did you study before before doing SSW so I went to UTM which is U of T Mississauga and I studied sociology and criminology okay yeah and I went to um Brock University um, and I studied uh, four years of psychology cool psychology cool Mm -hmm. and then what drew you maybe Val we'll start with you what drew you to the social work program here so um I graduated in 2017 from Brock and I really wanted to get into the field um of social work and trying to find work in St. Catharines which I knew was going to be a struggle but it was definitely a struggle um (laughs) and then uh after that I decided okay I need to do something I need to get back to school And that's when I found George Brown just randomly. And I found out there's a fast track version of the social service worker program. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I did it. (laughs) Came back, uh, moved it back in with my parents who live in the city. And yeah, here I am now. Cool. And Yolanda, how about yourself? So I actually always wanted to get into social work um, ever since I was a young girl. And I had a bit of a tough time doing it because I um, became addicted to alcohol and I started suffering from mental health disorders 
And so I wasn't actually able to get into it. Um, I went through all of university with this. And um, after I was finished university, I just went into the workforce, um, but never did anything I actually loved. And I decided um, that I needed to get sober. And mm-hmm. so almost 11 months ago, I got sober. And um, I decided once I got sober that I was actually able to help other people and actually get into the field that I've always dreamed about getting yeah, into. Right. So I applied for George Brown because I live in the city and I got in, which was very exciting. Yeah. And um, I always felt like I wasn't able to get into the field because I thought I would be a hypocrite if I was using and telling other people not to use. Mm. Sure, yeah. So now that I'm sober, I think I'm able to help other people that are suffering with the same thing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, but that that's interesting that you say that because so much of what social work is, is experiential based, mm. you know? Like you can learn the theoretical way of approaching, you know, this, that, and the other. But then when you're actually out working with people and interacting with people in the field, it's like, you know, I, I can talk more on experience almost than theoretics, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And we've said that even, um, you know, even in like previous podcast episodes, we've gone, like we've spoken with our, um, some of our uh, professors and we've even reflected on the fact that we're like, you know, theoretical stuff aside, the most beneficial thing that I took from your class was when you spoke about your experiences working at a residential home or Definitely. like when you were, you know, I can think of one teacher who was like talking about a meal that was prepared and there was this one like troublemaker in the house. And then they later realized that that troublemaker had like tampered with the food and, and they were like the last one to eat and everyone else was eating. And oh. so like our, our teacher was like, lesson be learned or like, you know, learn <laughs> yeah. from that. Like, oh, if someone makes a meal, like they're the first one to eat it. And if they eat it, then you're good to eat it. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. like, obviously that's a bit of a non sequitur. But like at the <laughs> same time, it's like that real life experience is really what, um, is so educational and I think back to kind of the idea of working in a particular field like social work mm-hmm. that enables the option for building a relationship and connecting with people and you don't necessarily need that in order to be able to connect with people right. but it certainly helps right absolutely I yeah. definitely agree with that I think right. first-hand experience is always um, beneficial especially in the social social work field um, and you know coming from myself even though I don't have that direct experience um, or a first-hand experience that but I also have kind of like indirect experiences sure. throughout you know of my course, family yeah. life and um, things like that and I just like for for me for example um, my mom was actually um, diagnosed with um, a mental illness and it was some might say that it is kind of more of this the severe end of it um, where she did have to get treatment um, at a mental health uh, center mm-hmm. um, and she's like now living with that for the rest of her life right and seeing that firsthand like through my experience like secondhandedly um, it, it was it's been a struggle mm-hmm. and you know there's obviously a lot of support out there in social work that tend to the families um, and friends of those who are experiencing those struggles firsthand too certainly yeah mm-hmm. And I don't know, uh, this just seems like a, a pretty logical like um, segue. So maybe let's take a second to sort of just define what social work is or what a social worker would do, just sort of generally speaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know who wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll take it. Um, yeah. So to me, of course, a social worker is helping other people right. um, that have been discriminated against, um, that have been mistreated in society, 
um, and ho- mostly helping them help themselves. Right. You know, yeah. um, because it's it's not our place to, you know, say you do this or you do that. Right. Um, it's completely their decision, but we're there for support. Right. That's what for I think sure. social work is. Yeah. 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 Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just, just to emphasize uh, Yolanda's point, I think social work um, does does tend to cater to the strengths of the individual and a lot of times the perception of social work is that you know the social work workers um, tend to be the ones to give 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 help Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really about supporting um, service users in their strengths and grant or granting them or increasing the access to the resources and opportunities that they can do to help themselves like Yolanda said certainly that's yeah. such a that's such a great way to put it. Helping people help themselves, you yeah. know, like like that. That's it. That's what a social worker does. Yeah. You know, that is exactly it, and that's such a great way to sum it up. Um, yeah. Now, moving forward, like, what are you, what are you two hoping to do in the field? Like, what you know? Big what, question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a student just coming out of yeah. college, like, what do you what do you want to do next? Yeah. So ideally, for me, I really want to get into. Um, more of the sexual health aspect of okay. social work. Um, sure. So I think the most common one that we probably hear is Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. um, or a sexual health clinic, things like that. Um, and that is that is really my ideal goal. Um, however, you know, I'm still trying to get to that. Um, but really, I'll just take whichever sure. is available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. Um, I want to work with people with addictions and mental health, um, which is quite fitting, but mostly in the homeless population of Toronto, um, which actually works with my placement. I have placement at St. Felix Center, which is a drop-in homeless shelter, transitional housing, food bank, all everything, um, which is incredible that Mm -hmm. we start in January. So I'm really excited for that. That's great. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and I mean, you know, the theme of this conversation so far is sort of um, education through experience. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, I think there's something to be said, especially for both of you, where you, it, it may feel as though you're almost at like the bottom of a mountain looking up with <laughs> all of these possibilities. Yeah. It kind of just, it's a matter of just starting and getting your feet wet and being like, yes, I do like this. Or, you know, you might learn as you go through the process that you're like, ooh, actually, like, you know, that aspect of this, uh, what this agency does or that aspect of this work is actually what I really want to focus mm-hmm. on. You kind of don't really get there until mm-hmm. you sort of start getting into the process and start working and things no, like that, definitely. right? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that's really true. I think you don't really know what you want until you're doing it. That's right. Um, you may think you want to do one thing, but then end up somewhere else. For um, sure. And in social work, I think a lot of people also kind of go into all different areas um, throughout their entire career. Yep. Um, so I expect myself to do that as well. Right. Um, but I definitely want to start frontline. Right. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that makes you a very, um, I always say this, like, you know, even Wes and I have talked about, like, say, even in like a restaurant, like the mm-hmm. person who is able to you know, uh, see people at a table and serve those tables and then also has a sense of like what it's like to prepare food Mm -hmm. and to cook all those meals. Like when someone has that sensibility, they are such a, like, um, they're so skilled and they're so educated within that line of work. And so it's like, yeah, maybe you start with the front lines, maybe after a while you go somewhere else or like within an agency you move around, but that just makes you such a multifaceted sort of skilled worker. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, that's an awesome sort of 
process uh, or part of the process, you know? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've kind of got a sense of, of where you're going and, and uh, where you've been and, and what you're doing now. Um, just as fresh uh, folks coming into this field, how do you perceive it? How do you perceive social work in general? Like what, what is your and maybe your your kind of collaborative view of what the industry is like? Is it helpful? Is it working? Where like what are the holes like what you know, kind of what what are the pros and cons of the industry as, as it exists right now in, in uh, Ontario? I think um, through my experience, you know, I'm kind of like a newbie just entered into the field and, course, and getting yeah. my feet wet, just like as um, you mentioned. Uh-huh. And for me, you know, there's a lot of a lot of social issues that are coming up to light mm-hmm. um, as of late. Um, and we can see that and we, and we hear it constantly now. And which is which is great, I think definitely you know opening up the conversation is definitely a great first step mm-hmm. to make to making that social structural change that we need um and you know along with that comes the barriers obviously there's um funding issues within different nonprofits and organizations mm-hmm. that don't have enough th- enough resources to 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 cater to the service users that that they support right um which is which I think is definitely a huge huge barrier, um, and and it kind of for me, a, a little bit discourages me just because you know we're not in this for the money ultimately, yeah. right? We know that <laughs> yeah. going in, yeah, and you know it, it and it's hard you know finding a job and, and mm-hmm. with the cuts and mm-hmm. government red tape and mm-hmm. everything like that, it, it it can be discouraging and it can be feeling a little hopeless in the situation. Yeah. But I think for me. It's important that, you know, the meaningful relationships that we kind of gather throughout the journey. Like I know even in the social service work program right now, I've just met incredible people. Yeah. I've met yeah. incredible professors that are in the field. I've been doing it for years um, and maintaining those relationships and those networks is is definitely what's driving me. Um, and I think I've been in it for that. Yeah. In it for the relationship. That's, yeah. that's yeah. such a great answer. And thank you for saying that, because, you know, one thing that that John and I can certainly, you know, talk endless amounts about is just the fact that we've met so many awesome yes. people doing this type of stuff, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like empathy isn't taught, it's learned, you know, and, and, and just the, the amount of empathetic individuals that we've interacted with on yeah. a daily basis is just, it gives you so much hope. You it know? does definitely yeah. gives you hope. And even with the people that you talk to, the people that you support, mm-hmm. their wholeness and their resilience mm-hmm. in their experience in their story and their journey is just yeah amazing absolutely yeah yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah no I absolutely agree um, even just in our classrooms like the amount of compassion that everybody has is yeah. definitely incredible um, it lights a fire it's yeah. it's yeah. great but like as Val said there are you know the gaping holes in social work right now especially in Toronto and the GTA um, like funding cuts and stuff like that it's really sad and um it's something that i think both of us want to help change once we're in the field Mm -hmm. um but i think it's just it's a great field to get into and um it's something that uh sorry (laughs) he distracted me (laughs) hi martin (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, I lost my train of thought. Well, it's a great field, and it's and I think that also what both of you are saying is essentially it's sort of all about um, 
it's reassuring to meet the people that you're in school with and that yes. you're working with and stuff like that. And that's actually a perfect segue uh, to having Martin just like rejoin us here. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're here because of Martin and yeah. we, we met Martin from when, uh, uh, like a part of our, one of our semesters when we were in school and it just sort of reiterates this idea of like a, just the value of kind of like sort of networking when you're with like-minded people who are doing mm -hmm. like-minded things, there's such a value to that and there's such a power to it. But then also like someone like Martin as well, like you're just dealing with like wonderful people who truly want to do good and, yeah. and, and like have a hand in creating some positive change and just also helping people, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. really like for as much as you can say in all of these possible work, like jobs that you can do as a social worker and things like that, really fundamentally, it's just back to that same idea of you're with people who want to help out other people. Mm -hmm. And especially to tie into what you were saying earlier, it's sort of like also based somewhat on lived experience when you're like, mm -hmm. hey, like I know what it's like to be there. You know, as sure. Wes said, that concept of empathy, like mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be there. And that's why I'm here now because I know what it feels like. Thankfully, yes. I've been able to, you know, whatever the process was, I've been able to kind of get past that. But here I am now trying to just facilitate your getting past that, exactly. or, you know, whatever that might be, whatever agency that is, whatever mm -hmm. the work looks like, anything like that. Right. Yeah. So it's very powerful. Oh, and, absolutely. And, yeah. And that idea of collaboration, you know, in, in this field is so important. Um, one person can't really do anything. Yes. It, or can't really make a difference in anything that they do. I but, tried and didn't work. Right. But <laughs> I think we all have at this table, you know, and, but the, the idea of like working together and even, you know, like Martin's bringing us in and, and we're collaborating on some different ideas and, you know, it's like all these things, you never know who you meet and, and what'll, what'll come of it. And, and, uh, you know, strength in numbers, I guess. That's yeah. true. And actually like also, um, you know, value touched on this as well, but just, um, it seems increasingly for whatever, like, um, voids or kind of droughts there might be within the industry. I think increasingly people are talking more about mental health yeah. and sort of the help that's required for um, for a lot of issues that people have otherwise just sort of turned their eyes to, right? Yeah. Away from, they averted their mm -hmm. eyes and they're kind of like, it's not like the problem doesn't exist. They've just chose not to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is, hopefully that will continue, right? Because that's such a valuable thing for many people to say yes i also have lived experience it's not like it's not like it's just exclusively like a homeless person you might see on the street you're like right. no like the person mm -hmm. in the suit walking by that person may also have a similar experience but they've just dressed it up differently exactly. you know what i mean yeah no. so yeah it's it's great to even uh you know quite literally have a conversation about <laughs> it and just like hope that the conversation continues mm -hmm. and grows you know and it could be anyone could be someone you know could yeah. be someone yeah. in your family and you just don't know it that's right. Mm -hmm. And the more you talk about it, the more that you realize it probably is someone you know, yeah. and it probably is someone in your family, you know? Yeah. Most likely. And the fact that you talk about it means, like, they hopefully will start talking about it and other people start talking about it, you know? Yeah. Well, um, that's about all the time we have for today. But thank you both so much for, well, for being both. so yeah. candid and for, for having a conversation. And I think, yeah. you know, it, it, it just always gives me such great energy when I get to meet young people coming into this field <laughs> because I kind of take that and feed off of that in a way um, because it's exciting and, and this field needs energy this field needs youth and this field needs a bit of change and it's, and it's I'm glad uh, I'm still called youth yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm so why, glad for that yeah. yeah Wes is the oldest young person you'll ever know of yeah. <laughs> absolutely oh 100%. you young kids and your social change yeah, and, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway thank you both very much though really thank appreciate you for having it. Yeah. Us. yeah and thank you as well Martin yeah <laughs>
Mobile Arts Programming, or MAP for short, brings the recording experience to you. If your agency or organization is interested in exploring the positive outcomes of writing and recording music, please visit our website at mobileartsprogramming.com.